Hi, and welcome to Telepathic TV. This is television that you watch with your third eye, and I'm R. Neville Johnston. And I'm Mary Phelan, and our program is about raising our consciousness. And tonight we're going to talk about the delicate subject of conspiracy theories. Uh, and not, not to say they're wrong or right, uh, but maybe to talk about the level of fear that they inspire. I personally feel that buying into conspiracy theory per se, maybe, maybe not the specific thing that's being discussed, but buying into it at all is very much like catching a virus. It goes in the brain and fear is always a frequency lowerer. So anyway, we're going to start from that perspective and talk about mm -hmm. a lot of things. Well, uh, all of the um, conspiracy theories have in common, as you're saying, have in common that they make you frightened. Mm -hmm. And when you are frightened, you don't think very well. In fact, you really don't think. Um, you know, the famous deer in headlights concept. So as we've explained, oh, I don't know, a thousand times on the show, um, fear, uh, the difference between fear and information is the level of your consciousness, mm -hmm. okay? If you react by fear, your level of consciousness goes down, and then you're easily controlled when you're down there in lower fears, uh, and that is more or less the point of conspiracy theories. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and this has been my theory for a long time. You know I've shared that with you, and I, I really feel that this is true. Um, if we were to talk about a lot of them, 9-11, and um, there's a million of them yeah. about what's, what's going on. And it's not like we're debunking it or, or furthering it. Um, maybe we can talk about several different things individually. It's not that there's not truth to these things either. But what I found was that fear, obviously, like, like you were just saying, I was going to say all those very same things, it lowers your frequency. And if you take your, the human body, for instance, if you are vibrating at a low frequency, like the certain frequency, if you have germs, bacteria, and viruses that are on that frequency, they're going to take over. That's why if you get run down, you'll get a cold, various things like that. Well, that also works psychologically. So if you allow your, your consciousness vibration to go down, you're going to be more likely to think these certain things. And at one time I was even speculating because I had so many people that I knew in my life that would get into reading, uh, you know, some of the stuff online, uh, David mm -hmm. Icke, uh, Alex Jones, and some Infowars and stuff. And what I saw was these vi very high-functioning, creative, thoughtful people, meaning they could think in higher consciousness ways, all of a the sudden they were staying up all night reading this and just getting entirely consumed and so afraid. Uh, one friend even got dark circles under his eyes. And so attempting to talk, talk to him to bring him up to a higher frequency, I'm saying, look, you, you really got to look at this differently. You've got to get this back into the realm of information. And what good is the information if you are afraid? You can't really act. And it's hard to because then they think that you're saying the stuff is wrong and it's not necessarily the stuff is wrong it's just the fear and I found that a lot of these fear mongers if you ask yourself is the person spreading this information gaining from it either through attention or profit or if they're just leading you to fear and not really giving you any suggestions about what to do with it maybe it's still taking the information but maybe get it from a higher source 
Well, there's overall principles involved here as well. We can go to each of the individual uh, conspiracies, like 9-11. There was a two-hour tape on um, uh, YouTube uh, where Dr. Judy Wood, I believe her name is, and go look that up, uh, explains that um, it is very obvious that uh, since the Twin Towers weighed um, uh, an uncountable number of tons uh, and there was nothing but dust, there was no debris, there was nothing but dust, uh, that an energy weapon was tested. But I'll let her do all the, the um, convincing on that, this whole thing. I'm not refuting any of the conspiracy theories. They're based on you know global warming and so forth, uh, fractally, whatever they call it, where they fracture the earth to get gas out of it. All of that has unbelievable detrimental effects. I'm not arguing. I am saying that these are presented in such a way as you are to consider yourself helpless and unable to do anything about it, and that this is the um, way we are fed upon by, you know, the... the um, but it doesn't have to be that way. Well, and also... there's a simple principle I'll explain later. Go do ahead. you want to now? No, go ahead. I, I think it's really important to follow your gut. Now, in all, all sincerity, I felt at the time of 9-11 that it was odd how those buildings came down, and I think we all kind of feel that. Um, there are things that we know that are, are, are truths, and then there are some things that are just designed to create fear. And it's not just in conspiracy thinking. It's in our media. It's in selling us deodorant because it makes us afraid we don't smell good enough. It's in uh, security systems. Whatever the fear is that's being sold, it's fear. And when we stop buying fear, it's going to not have a market anymore. So whatever you do, take in information by all means, because that's the only way we as a human race will grow and evolve is if we know what's going on. But if we do it with just fear and just pass along fear for fear's sake, and it not being in the higher form of information, all we're doing really is sneezing on someone else's in someone else's field and, and giving them our cold, our psychological cold. So if it's not something you can do something about, then don't worry about it as an imminent threat. And then, well, what do you do? So we can talk about all these conspiracy theories. And I know that's something that you have gotten into more than I. And you, you have a lot of information like uh, the free energy and, and oh, stuff yeah. like that. I think that if you can elevate it to the level of consciousness, that's how you change things. And when you are afraid, you won't. And so I really think that the radical right wing actually uses conspiracy thinking to, to get people to not think. It's, it, it's oh, like the very thing that, that the advertising of it says, oh, I'm giving you this information. It's the very thing that renders you unconscious in a lot of ways. There's, Not everything, but a lot of it. There's a lot to become aware of. Any advertisement has a lie in it. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is simply the facts. Uh, and the lie is designed to put you to sleep. And uh, when you're asleep, you can be manipulated. And you are manipulated into maintaining a lower frequency. And uh, with the mass of humanity at a very lower frequency, and these people that are um, psychopaths, world leaders, same thing, uh, are just... Um, you know, feeding off of this. I, I remember being so upset when I found out that uh, Germany owns the Dulles Toll Road. 
and that every time you pitch a quarter in that thing, which is now two bucks roughly, that money goes directly <laughs> to Germany. I thought, well, oh, gee. But then I realized that the more upset I am about that, the less I'm aware, the less it takes up. Fear, what would happen, let's say you just had a fear. Oh my God, I just had a fear. What would you have been thinking when you were having that fear? You're never going to know. And it doesn't really matter because whatever it is, it would not necessarily have been some other fear. You might have had a, a greater concept. Now, um, by the way, you can call in if you would like with anything you'd like to say about conspiracy. Uh, just uh, because we welcome your calls and the whole point of our program is to get people to be uh, higher functioning beings. And to have a dialogue about this subject. Yeah. It's not like there is any definitive position here. So we invite all kinds of uh, perspectives. Well, I found a um, very interesting uh, tape on um, YouTube once again where there was, uh, and forgive me for not remembering the man's name, uh, he's You're forgiven. Uh, thank you. He's Dutch, and it was all translated, so I was reading uh, all of what he was saying. And he's a um, very advanced, very conscious scientist. And he said, um, he mentioned the cure. I don't know if he knew it, maybe he did, but the cure to all conspiracy is a very simple one. Um, this man states that the DNA in us is actually a resonance chamber, psionic resonant chamber, okay? And if you pump fear into it, it confuses it. But if you pump love into it, it advances, it resonates. It can be something far greater. So the cure for all conspiracy theory, have you figured it out, is to love, okay? So, well, all right. Uh, so if it's a plant or an animal, uh, another person, a hobby, if you bring some kind of love into your life, you obviate the effect of the conspiracy theory, which you're never going to find that. They're never going to say love is a conspiracy. It's against you. We have rock musicians to do that, to convince you that love is no good. And uh, hi, caller. What's your name, please? Hi, Neville. It's Bob. Bob, how are we doing? Hey, man. Hey. been hanging in, working a lot, and I'm uh, trying to stay out of trouble, you know. How's that working for you? Uh, it's doing better. I was I, I really wanted, I was interested in your toll road thing. That was really cool because I, I dumped money in there too. And I had no idea Germany went to Germany. And that's kind of funny. Well, it's the amount you get pissed off about it. That's what counts from the point of view that we're speaking of. If you're pissed off about that, you're not thinking what it was you would have been thinking if you weren't thinking about... <laughs> uh, I, don't, I, I try not to think too much. That gets in the way of having fun. So I, what I did, what I, I since I, it gets in the way of having fun. So I, what yes. I did was get, I got what dollar, I got $25 roll of those uh, dollar coins so I can just throw them in there and move on. Anyway, uh, thanks for your book. You know, your book has be your book, Language Codes, has become oh, yeah. a guide for me. Well, thank you. And I, I use it constantly to study, to, uh, to, to work on my, uh, my own languaging, which is pretty horrible when I read, after I read your book. <laughs> it's not after you read my book. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, and um, as far as conspiracy theory goes, what do you think about what uh, Edward Snowden had to say? Because, you know, I, I, do you know that? I don't want to say too much. I, I did work for those guys. I'm all about it. And um, I think it's, you know, it's kind of interesting you bring a conspiracy theory thing up at the minute I tune in. 
Yes, well, no, it's all done systematically. Well, but and it's all, yeah, it's systematically, it's, it's a lot of it's government controlled, a lot of it's fear-based because the government's afraid. The government's all, afraid we're all going to go all, chaotic when, they, when we it. find out the truth. All of it is fear-based. Not some of it, all of it. Well, it, all of it. It was like I was mentioning to you the other day, you know, in the connection with the DNA stuff, uh, the Pleiadian, Pleiadians coming to say that the DNA fear is going to do whatever. And once again, it, it's not information, it's fear. We're f afraid that fear, we're afraid of fear even, and, and that kind of stuff. And I'm so, afraid so. I think really where the source comes in is when we start seeing it as them and us, they, the government, they, because what we do is we personify, just like we do in religion, that there is a God that has control over everything, a they, a conglomerate. And what we tend to do when we're afraid of the government or whatever, we personify it onto a they or a consciousness that's fully conscious that can control us. And it is by virtue of uttering that also, the subtext on it is saying we're powerless to that. And that's easy to do. That's what we're taught, for sure, in, in a lot of ways. But I think that's the key to get out of it, is to see it as very disorganized. I remember my son talking when we were talking about a particular conspiracy theory thing. And he said, look, you can't even get three people together to figure out where to go to dinner. Do you think tens of thousands of people are going to be able to like pull it together? that kind of thing. I, that was very healing for me mm -hmm. because I started seeing it as lesser things, like individuals instead of a big group. Well, what this scientist Just, was saying is that uh, this was such a revolution in my thinking. It's changed an uh, amazing amount to me. The DNA is a resonance chamber. If mm -hmm. you hit it with a low frequency, it freezes it and it confuses it. When you hit it with a higher frequency love, it allows it to expand and go on. He states that we're seated in the middle of uh, about 12 dimensions, and in dimensions above us there are codes uh, that we can download when we expand our DNA, and it's sort of once you get past critical mass it won't make any difference. So the reason we're doing conspiracy theory is to go beyond conspiracy theory because it's simply it's how limiting. Can yeah, and how can we make you afraid? And that's basically the policy here. <clears throat> and as soon as we, are, uh, we re respond to the fear by becoming loving towards it, I love you, fear, because you've shown me things that I have not known before. I love you for this. Thank you. Your service is complete, and you may go now. Yes. I'd, I'd be interested in your discussion of perceived reality, uh, conceived reality, in other words, the reality we, we think we know, you know, the reality that we perceive, the reality that uh, we goes into conspiracy theory, and then the, the, you know, what, so, you know what I'm saying? Yes, yes, yeah. I do, and, and I'll just Go say ahead. something about this, because um, I have always looked at fear, and I know we've had disagreements in, in years past on old shows about this, because um, there is that, the way you used to look at it is just cut it off, and then there's the way it become bigger than it and listen to it. But the perceived reality, I think I might have mentioned this on a show recently, that I used to think there was an objective reality, like there was a they out there. There was this objective reality that had its system of rules, and somehow I had to measure up or I had to uh, save myself from it. And Bruce Lipton also wrote about, you know, you were talking about the DNA, 
that our cells are either in protection or they're in growth. And they're either fearful and they're shrinking. When you are afraid and stressed out, your digestion even stops. And no wonder everybody's toxic. Your system no longer furthers, um, for, you know, it doesn't activate. Only your, your vital organs are being fed during that time. Whereas when you're out of fear, you're in growth and you're moving. So anyway, I think that if we look at the whole entire universe as being a subjective view, even our view of objective reality is subjective, and that yardstick that we measure ourselves against is really in our power, then no one really can gain control of your head. And that's the only commodity that, that really is out there. Everyone's vying for control of your mind, advertising. It, every every kind of spiritual person that's trying to sell you their, their next program or uh, whether it's through a Bible or a Koran or whatever yeah. or through government campaigns, everybody's trying to vie for your attention. So it's the most valuable thing we have. So yes. if we place it on something that keeps us in growth and out of protection, we are winning. Yes. You know what I mean? And it's to get the consciousness level up to the point where you are consciously choosing where you place your attention, drum below is axiom, thought creates and where you place your attention grows. So the more, therefore, to extrapolate even so slightly, the more you place your attention on something that you love, uh, the more advanced you become as a being. And uh, this um, scientist was saying <clears throat> that once you reach critical mass, you can begin to download codes from other dimensions that will allow you to do things that are unthought of here uh, on our planet Remember at this time. Remember our 12-strand DNA upgrades we used to do? Yes. Sounds very much like that. Yeah. So this is uh, coming back, but it's a new twist from my mm -hmm. point of view, mm -hmm. <clears throat> that if you will keep your attention placed guys, on what you love. Uh, the fifth element, you know, the fifth element, let's get 240, 256 strands of DNA all going. Uh, thanks. Thanks a lot. I hope oh, thanks, Bob. Bob you, yeah. Feel free to hang on or call back because your, your uh, questions yeah. are brilliant. Well, I... I I, you guys are you guys are wonderful. You do so much to enhance my existence and uh, expand my horizons. So, uh, but you know, I'll stay in touch. Yeah, okay, please do, Bob. Good. It's great. Yeah, sounds call, good. Call whenever that is. Yeah, and um, okay. So the point being that the uh, amount of fear, um, even as a kid, I could not watch the news. I this um, history teacher that I had in grade school told me that if I did not write an article on some current event, I would fail. And I uh, finally found a current event which was about a puppy being adopted or something like that. So many years I don't really remember. And um, uh, this teacher found that unacceptable because it wasn't, you know, man's head found in basket under park bench, something like that. Yeah. yeah. Okay or, you know, whatever that might have been. And uh, so in this class, it came to the point where the teacher said, you better do well on the final or you'll be repeating this. So that pissed me off so much, and pardon me, I meant to say urinated me off so much, that I studied intensely and I got an A on the final and passed the class that way, rather than writing an acceptable um, current event. So I never watched news because the news is guaranteed to make you feel like feces. It's the job of the news. And then when you feel it's such a low frequency, you're very easily manipulated. And watch carefully. If you must watch the news, watch how it's designed. The lead-in, the whole thing is designed to hit you in the head and leave you somewhere. 
It, it is well, the deal. Have you noticed, now, it's always been this way, but like your kids are in danger in public schools, film at 11, that yeah. kind of thing. And so you feel like you're, you're not taking care of your kids if you don't watch. Everything on the internet says 10 reasons how you can live forever or, or yeah. ways you can live forever. And you go in there and it's just never a payoff. It's never no, a payoff. No, it never is. I automatically just don't read those yeah. things anymore. Mm -hmm. But people follow that. They tend yeah. to follow that. So that's why we have taught since the beginning to gain mastery over your own attention and your own consciousness and you don't yeah. fall for things. Is there some horrible force out there that's trying to brainwash us and, and, and suck life force like in the Matrix? Yes. Maybe. I don't know. But I kind of think it has to do with economics and it has to do with marketing and selling us things. And again, you will, the, the people out there, all the individuals, will provide what it is you'll buy. Fear is a big seller. Make your decision not to buy fear, no matter what form it comes in. Because if the information is of value, it will come to you at a higher frequency. And then you do something about it from the higher spiritual plane, where all possibilities are, are possible. Go up yeah. to the wave universe, exactly. which whether we call it the DNA or the uh, stuff that you were um, intrigued by earlier, um, that yeah, new that stuff. Yeah, that your DNA mm -hmm. is a resonance chamber, and whatever mm -hmm. you're putting in that chamber determines yeah. what's going on. Yeah, that's and very so good, the, very good. Revelation um, that everything is absolutely perfect and there's not a thing you can do about it. Therefore, you have nothing to worry about because no matter what you do, it's going to remain perfect. So if I have nothing to be concerned about, to worry about, then how will I run? Oh, wait, that's another word. Um, if everything is just perfect, then, well, I'm free. There's nothing, there's, that's basically the point. Mm -hmm. And then uh, if you couple that with the idea that everything is actually substantively, substantively love, then you live in an unbelievably magical place. But, um, you know, like Ebola. Ebola, by the way, is spread by people giving other people injections to prevent Ebola. In case you don't know that, just wanted to say that. By the way, same thing with the flu, but we can leave all of this out of it because everything is a form of love. It's all absolutely perfect. And we have our next caller. Hi, caller. What's your name, please? Hey, this is Lisa. Lisa. All right. <laughs> hey, Lisa. how are you? Hey. Hello. Yeah, I just, uh, I think it's interesting that you are talking about conspiracy theories because um, I do read a lot about, and perhaps for years. Stop uh, that. <laughs> no, you can still read. Well, here's the interesting thing. I'm really glad that you all are seeing this because... Um, I think there's sometimes people will will say, you know, oh, those things aren't true. But that's where I get confused because there are some things that are true. Mm -hmm. We have dangers with vaccines, uh, mm -hmm. the pharmaceutical companies involved with uh, administering vaccines uh, for the purpose of weakening the immune system and doctors making more money, the government controlling certain things, um, our privacy is being invaded at the airport and, and things of that nature with our computers, et cetera. But it, it doesn't mean that those things aren't true. I think what you all are saying is you can acknowledge that some of these things are or may be true, mm -hmm. but then to not go into the fear, but rather to say, what can we do about it? 
from a spiritual place, yes, yes. a higher place. But I think it's good that you're differentiating between ignoring it or saying these things aren't true versus, yes, they're true, but rather than going to fear, yes. let's fix this from an from that's a higher spirit yes. plane. Yes, that's, that's very good. Show, yeah. yeah, and very well said, Lisa, because that's exactly it. That's, mm -hmm. that's one of the points of um, ask yourself a few questions whenever you read this information. Number one is, is there a call to action? Is there something I can do about it? And if not, it really cannot be dealt with in the physical reality. Another thing that we get tricked into thinking just by the way we, we are, where we're at developmentally, is that we can actually do something about something that hasn't occurred yet. You can't catch tomorrow's fish with today's worm. And so if it is in the realm of something over here or outside of the realm of your power, then you must then go into prayer about it or whatever one would call that, the higher consciousness, or, or doing something to fix it in your own life or having a call to action. Or, Otherwise, it just prevents you from living your life. Go ahead. Or you can feel love for global blah, blah, blah. You well, can feel love higher, for it, yeah. right? And when you feel love for it, then that dark part no longer has a job to do, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and then it can be dismissed. Mm -hmm. So if you love the amount of conspiracy that there is on this planet, I just love it because, you know what this amount of conspiracy is going to do? It's going to leave us no other choice than to become conscious because right. uh, exactly. or you will die, one mm -hmm. or the other. And uh, that's what the top end of this thing doesn't realize, that they are just, you know, knocking people off. They're setting up uh, the plague of Ebola. There's, uh, America has um, uh, f troops on the ground in over 150 countries, uh, and they won't leave. And just keep all that, and I love it. And I love it because it's going to burn itself out, and we are going to be left with uh, a beautiful a planet. Yeah, uh, absolutely. So, you know, just uh, buckle down on that conspiracy, guys. Just well, really do that because it will get us to become more conscious. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Did you? And, and things are getting better. I know I have said this for a long time, mm -hmm. and I've always been unpopular because of it, because people are we do a lot far of more comfortable. And, but I, I tell you, the thing is, is if we have just a a chronic state of fear, which our culture thrives on right now, or, or not really thrives on it. When we're in that constant chronic state of fear, our body just gets into that habitual thing. And so, of course, we're going to attract the infection of this kind of thinking. Mm -hmm. But it's really important to take command of your life, whether it be through meditation or whatever it is that's right for you, and take it in. So I think I was, I, I was starting to say earlier, is there a call to action? then you act if that's on your path. If it's not on your path or you can't do a call to action, just trust that every gap, everything that could, could use some healing or some assistance, there's going to be people with power and circumstances that will be drawn to that. So not everything is your fight either. And I used to be involved in politics in my old life, we got very much into underground newspapers and all that kind of stuff back in the old days. And I tell you, it was, it was something that consumed me all the time. I had to save the world. But you know what? Everybody has always felt that way. There's always something out there. But things are getting better. Everything is getting better, no matter what it looks like. If we focus on that, 
maybe that's what will become visible. Um, you know, when you were talking about the, the like the Ebola, as soon as that came out on the news, I, the first thing I thought was, here we go, some laboratory created virus, and it's going to give um, organizations or government or what have you a reason to, you know, invade. test people. And yeah, and I'll, yeah the they and, and, and stop them at the airports. And that's exactly what, what they were trying to do, or someone was trying to do. And uh, I just felt like it's going to have to do with what we as individuals are willing to, to put up with. Yeah, because exactly. Is the it happening? Yeah, it's happening. Is. We can't deny that it, that it exists. Well, you, you know, can depends. only be so afraid. I think a comedian said this after 9-11, and it was such a relief. Somebody actually spoke out and said that we can only get so afraid, like these red alerts. But also, if we look historically, we really don't have anything to worry about. AIDS is a terrible problem, and I acknowledge that. But we had thought that it was going to be such an epidemic. I remember being in the early 80s, I was terrified that it was going to overtake everything and I was going to lose everybody and then it became anthrax and then it became mm -hmm. uh, this and this and this the and bird honestly flu, the swine flu and yeah I just got immune to it yeah. uh, it's like okay and then there were Immunity SARS to fear. and all this so that's what we have to do we have to build an immunity to fear and so that's how all this is a blessing because exactly. after a while I remember in going through my dark night I went through this level of fear and I thought, I don't think I could get any more afraid or any more depressed than this. And I thought, well, I'm just going to let go because I can only go so far. You can only go so crazy, and then you break through to the other side. Yes, where you are actually free. I know, and I think free. I became free. Yes, and yes, that's our I, point. And I agree. I agree with, with not allowing. Yeah, and, to, and, to, and I even wrote posts on Yahoo about that. I said, great, this is government's excuse to do vaccines and pharmaceuticals to get the medication. But my question is this, like that nurse that was quarantined, her liberties, you know, her physical yes. liberties anyway, were, were taken. So if, that, if a person's put in that position, okay, we can't deny that it's happening. What could a person in that position do? Let's say you go through the what airport. What have we said so far on this program? We have said that if you will find love for it, it no longer has a job to do. You so it can't that? control you spiritually, based on your perspective. Yeah, it's like yes, in but the you're still using the word control. You never, ever, ever, ever lose command of your reality. You can be convinced you did, but you didn't. Okay. And it is only out of a fear that you drag something dark into your reality. If you love it, thank you for being such an evil thing. Thank you. I love you for that. I, I, if I met the devil, per se, whatever that means, and I don't care, I would go, oh, look, somebody with all angular features. Look at that. I've never seen. Oh, come here. You're so, come here, come what here, come here. What cute horns. Yeah, and <laughs> they will run away from you, and it works that way. All you have to do is remember that, but they are very good at keeping us from thinking because as soon as you're frightened by the first advertisement on the television, you're down for four hours. It's another, well, by the way, there are a thousand forms of slavery, not to start a new conspiracy theory. But um, as far as I know, this is the uh, program that is not with the program. We used to use that as a slogan for this program, well, that we are here to wake you up, not put you to sleep. And everything you're going to watch is here to put you to sleep. Well, I, I think, too, that we diminish just at this stage of our evolution, humanity, we diminish our inner reality because we are so pulled out 
with the stressful life that we all have to live. That, and, and doing like a hundred things all superimposed over one, one time period, spending the same dollar twice uh, repeatedly throughout our life, that we don't get that time to relax and really get into this other world. But um, I, I, um, I'm sorry, I lost that train, but one thing I did w wanna say about this is in The Man's Search for Meaning by Viktor Frankl, which has been a number of years since I read it, so I'm probably paraphrasing this incorrectly, but there was one scene where there was a farmer, this Jewish couple that had a farm and the Nazis took over and they made them the servants and they lived in the barn for like a couple of years and they went in and just consumed all their stuff, took their jewelry and everything. And someone interviewed them afterwards and said, how, how did you survive that, living like that? And they said, I had a choice to feel like I was in prison or I could look at it as I had guests in that and, and that's what made them survive. They kept them alive because of that approach. And yeah. so we do have this whole inner reality, and that's what I was getting at, that our stress has um, pulled us out. It's like picture infinity being in here, and this is like a holographic thing. Uh, and we got tricked into thinking this is the reality. Uh, and so we get imprisoned. There's a lot of things that can imprison us out here. But when we realize that even if someone were quarantined inside their house, and we've said before, like, well, maybe that's your opportunity to finish your great American novel or something like that. Uh, if we look for the blessing in everything, then it becomes better. But I also know we have to be socially conscious. And if things are evolving in such a way that are going to imprison us, we have to be conscious. We have to have call to action as well. But right. fear is not a call to action. Fear actually sidelines you yeah. with action. Yeah. And Very again, well I'll repeat yeah. this man's information because to me it is such yeah, a revelation. And I do believe him to have been Danish and all translated, so I was reading subtitles, which is probably why. Uh, at any rate, he says that the DNA is a resonance chamber. And if you bombard it with fear, it shuts it down and confuses it. If you bombard it with love, it expands. If you can expand it well enough, you can begin to download codes from other dimensions. Uh, he speaks of 12 dimensions surrounding us, and I don't disagree. I do know that uh, Arcturians and Pleiadians are constantly offering to download information to us that will assist us to become far more conscious than we are. So the idea is to be in command of your reality. Thought creates, Drumbelow's axiom, thought creates and where you place your attention grows. If you keep, as soon as you find yourself afraid, you switch it off and then you, by loving it, and then you, you place your attention upon um, love and that will open you to higher consciousness. If you'll do that in meditation before you sleep, and you don't, aren't destroyed by an alarm clock and you manage to claim your power tomorrow morning when you wake up, then you can go through that meditation again. But it's very important. The one thing that the, the great fear of all these people that are installing fear in us, their great fear is that we will wake up. So in order to wake up, you have to, you love, that's all you have to do to wake up is to find something and, you know, there's a point at which absolutely everything is love. Just yeah. no matter what it is, it's love. It, it, we, we've been taught all these words, ridiculous concept, our language, that would belie us into thinking that, well, that's wrong, that's, that's not the right size, 
that's against me. That's and you've got a thousand, 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 thousand building blocks of a very dark world, and only a few that are not. You know, like oh, that's that's a form of love. Why don't you see? W would you share the highest possible thought? I know we haven't done that. Um, I, I when we've done fear shows in the past, I yeah. I have suggested that when you start becoming afraid, just say. My old friend Fear, come sit on my lap like it's a puppy and say, what are you coming to tell me? Uh, and listen to it as information and that you have power over it. But Neville had uh, your way of cutting it off. You, you started talking about it and then connecting to highest possible thought. If you could share that because I think a lot of people would benefit from that as well. Well, that's evolved over the years, but the original form was um, I was walking through the cherry blossoms one year in D.C. and uh, I realized I was having a, uh, a caller, we'll get to you, uh, well, we'll, yeah, one, one we sec, just let me kay. finish this, so. Uh, I'll I go ahead and hang up so y'all can take some other calls. Oh, today. okay. Yeah, thank you very well, much. Well, thanks, Lisa. Yeah, thank you. Good Great, to hear from thanks you. for calling. We love your call and please call back. Yes, please do. Okay. So there's a footfall and I actually realize I'm having a fear and I cut it off and it doesn't do anything because it just reinitializes with a vaguely disguised fear again. Mm -hmm. Okay, and then the next thought, the next footfall was, oh my God, my brain is broken. It won't generate anything but fear. So I go home and sleep for 24 hours. And I wake up with the idea that when I cut off the fear, I have to reinitialize it at the highest possible thought now that I can possibly generate. What is the happiest possible thought I can generate? which will also be the highest possible thought. So over the years, at first it was, oh, I like the beach, so I'll be on a beach, and there I'm on the beach. And then a Klingon came along on the beach and said, you know, um, I forget the particular word he used, but it did not speak well of my character. Is that all you can come up with is a beach? Let's see you come up with something else. But, and but the, so then the so final evolution of it that was just recently was that I will reach the highest possible frequency that I can reach and still maintain my spirit in my body. And that begins a lot of meditations for me, and you're welcome to use it. Yes, that's very good. And I think just the simple technique of turning the fear off and connecting it to something beautiful, it raises your vibration. Yeah. But we have a call. Hi, caller. What's your name, please? Hi, Hello. you're on the air. Am I on? Yes. yes. Hi. Hi, welcome. Hey. Russell's uh, self. Hi. I wanted to discuss a uh, thing called uh, the Georgia Guidestones. Have you ever heard of these? They're actually very interesting. What is this? It's very choppy about. Could you repeat the name again? Georgia Guidestones? Uh, no, I haven't heard I haven't of it. I haven't heard, but what is it? Um, so, pretty much what it is. I'm going to try to slow it down so you can maybe hear me a little bit better. No, we've got this was tech um, on our end. Go ahead, just say. All right. It's pretty much it's a stone set up in Georgia. It's four stones, and they're very large. They have written on it rules of the possible new world order for 9-gag. Okay. You know, I think Nine I have... Nine-gag is a Reddick thing, as far as I know. Um, well, uh, the New gag. World Order yeah, yeah, is yeah. something that's very common, uh, commonly known. And I think I do know what you're talking about, actually. I think I've read about that. 
Let me do the love for the New World Order. Or, or uh, real quick, did you have a question about that, or did you want to make a comment before we address uh, that, or did you just want to? You know, I think I have. What happened very recently was, I had a question for you guys about this. What happened very recently to the, uh, the Guidestones, actually, was someone had climbed up to the very top and took down a block. And what they did was, fuck it right in the pussy. Thank you, caller. That was chaotic, but we appreciate your call. Yeah. And uh, just let me do the love for the New World Order, because I know people are... Da, 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 da. Okay. Uh, our planet, yes, our planet overall, uh, is not a part of the galactic government. And the reason is that it's too chaotic here. We're divided into 175-something-odd uh, countries. Some of them are odder than others. And um, si since we can't be represented in the government, we are regarded as badlands, and we are taken care of by the galactic government. And until we can get it together, to have one world government, okay, we won't be participating as a voting entity in the galactic government. So it's a need and greed that's driving it, but nonetheless, once there is one federation of the planet Earth, it will be possible for us to get a really good look at what's going on in this galaxy, the thousand other humanoid planets that are cousins. What else? Um, they're getting ready to do the duck, and yeah, I have something I wanted gonna, to say. Do sure. I have time? Uh, I, I'd just like to address this from a slightly different um, thing. First, number one, and I do feel that our caller uh, could benefit from this, is that you really have the power to design your inner world order, and we all do, and that's really what this is about. That's the lesson, the blessing, and the love in this, is you stop making anybody make you think anything, and you start thinking what serves you and what puts you into growth and what brings you joy and raises your frequency. And also to recognize the nature of greed. It is exactly mimics cancer. And you can see it in everybody that has greed. And really all the stuff, the pharmaceuticals and everything, it's about greed. If you can recognize the nature of greed, you'll no longer be afraid because you'll be able to see exactly where it's going. And I know we have the duck. Okay. I know, I know, but I, yeah, yeah. I was uh, not able to no problem. Me that. I have a couple more things to say. our duck dangler and I have you, observed Kurt. and this is perfect for our subject observe what empowers you and what does not make your decisions based on this so is uh, find out if, if if you're getting fear what is their motive what is their profit understand the nature of greed and if it's really love and concern then what is communicated is information it's a very simple rule and I got new relationships finding your people Open your heart to new things. I think you got that last week too, or something similar. Yeah, it seems similar. to be. Mm -hmm. Okay. That card likes me. So anyway, recognizing. Thank you. Thank you, Kurt. Uh, recognizing the nature of greed. Yeah. You become bigger than it. Mm -hmm. Right now, the nature of greed is what we are projecting they on, and it becomes bigger than we can handle. The transmutation of greed amounts to satisfaction and appreciation. I had an image of greed as a sack 
that you just keep stuffing, and you have to take this sack with you, mm -hmm. and all you can do is find things and stick in it, but you never look at them again. You just keep taking and taking and taking. Well, that's how cancer operates. Well, exactly, What makes yeah. cancer cells is that it's regular normal cells that don't die. They hold on. They keep building and building until they become tumors, and then eventually it cuts off the flow of what was funding it. And so that's why fear will eventually cut itself off because it's not a sustainable thing. And so I just would like to tell everyone, whatever is going on, whatever the truths are about where people are at developmentally, we are love and we're lovable and everything is going to be okay. We have a call? We do. Hi, caller. What's your name? Oh, Mr. B. R2-D2 again. Yeah. Uh, do we have the next caller? Sets up. One moment, then. Feel free to talk until we. Well, this concept, the point of our show is to please understand that you're in charge of this. There's no conspiracy eating you alive. That you've been tricked into eating you alive. And yes. uh, we have our next, and you don't have to be tricked anymore. And yeah. watch, tell friends about this show, would you please? We, we, we came here to bring a very high frequency of information for people. Hi, caller. What's your name, please? Hey, is this me? Me. Ah, I know. I mean. Sorry. Uh, yeah, this is uh, Eduardo Soler here. Hi. Um, Eduardo, what can we do for you? Hey, yeah, I was really excited to see the subject of the, the show tonight. Um, I was wondering, 9-11 related, what your thoughts are behind uh, Guy Fieri being involved with the World Trade Center bombing. Okay, it's much bigger, and please go to see Dr. Judy Woods. Well, there's a lot out there. Yes, I but just I would send somebody to that. Okay, It'll you just can. straighten yourself out. So go ahead, tell. Um, I think that there are a lot of theories and everything like that. And I honestly, I think that it's not a totally innocent thing. But I know that there were a lot of people involved, like uh, the military, let's say, and the, like common everyday people that really were blindsided by that. And a lot of people lost things, and I don't think it was all just like some thing that they orchestrated on TV, like a movie. But I do Ken think I do think that people may have known about that. There, there yes. may have been some things that could have been done, but yeah. but again, I and think greed—it's the nature of greed. Yeah. It's just very visible. Yeah, the terrorists were a cover story. That was an energy weapon that was tested in a populated area with no. But it, as one we way said, of you seeing have it. to look That's one at way. it as love or it's going to consume you. I, I approach the whole 9-11 thing from a very objective intellectual thing. I chose not to bring my fear into it because I'm going to be biased to the fear and I'll attract only things that cause fear. I just went into it because it was interesting how those buildings collapsed. I thought that at the time as they were collapsing, and so I did do research into that, and I don't have the answer, but I don't know. I think it's just some, something for everybody to make their own decision about their calling and then follow what's true for you and do the thing that you think is right, uh, further the side that you think is right. But if it's bringing fear, it's no longer information. Yeah, no, as I've, uh, Dr. Judy Wood on YouTube uh, does turn that into information. Well, that's one of the reasons I showed that to you, um, yes, that original I, film, right, is because I, I, I did see it as information. I'm not yeah. saying I agree with her philosophy or anything, but I thought it was interesting. Yeah. But okay. anyway, well, it's thank funny you. you mentioned 
Judy because uh, I was looking in the Ken Dinner's memoirs and I saw he filed a lawsuit with uh, Golden Corral due to the death of his dad who died from the fondue fountain. <laughs> and he found the same company that made the fondue fountain is from, or actually sent Muhammad Ada to flight boarding school for six months in Florida. And then that's how we get back to Guy Fieri, mm-hmm. yeah. which is like the perfect uh, conspiracy. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I think I think for it. I think number one, until we do the new inner world order for ourselves and and find that it's love, and then for our country to not have an inherent polarity in in political parties and everything that already sets us up to fight ourselves, we have an autoimmune disorder here in the country and our political system, you know, attacking itself. Mm-hmm. I think that all this stuff is money oriented. It's the best. It kind of makes me nervous. Guy Fieri was at the W Hotel this week, and um, you know that's right in the nation's capital. Yeah. So it's like, who knows what he's planning next? Well, if we believe that everything ultimately is for our highest good and it's going to be perfect, we still act when when it when we can. But to worry about it until it comes, I think that we could handle anything as it's happening. We can handle nothing if it hasn't happened yet, except get sick over it. You know what I mean? So yeah, keep yeah. keep researching everything, and I've even watched videos that say the conspiracy thinking thinking is crazy, and have scientific proof to say that too. So yeah. I think it's just take in all information, and and whenever whenever you make an assumption or a decision about something, what that says is you've closed the door to new information. So if you always keep it open and new things flowing, I think it'll it'll forever un- unfold. Like all yeah, conspiracies. In addition to it, Judy, um, definitely look up Ken Dinners. Um, he has some good stuff out there. Okay. Um, he has some web pages related okay. to it as well. Well, yeah, thank, thank you, you very much. much. Yeah. Thank, you. Right, thank you. Appreciate okay. your call. That's very nice. Thank you. Yeah. Okay, and I think we have another call. Hi, caller. What's your name, please? Hi, this is Edith. Hey, Edith. Edith. Well, welcome. How are you? Hey. Good. I was just calling for a reading from Mary, and I'll take it offline. Okay. Well, thank you. Be most happy to. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and as I'm pulling the cards, I I knew that our topic tonight may be a little controversial for some people to talk about these things, but it it is time. You know, just find whatever is of interest to you, and um, you pursue it how your heart tells you to, but do it through information rather than fear. Okay, Edith, this is a card that kind of ties into what we're talking about. We have these things that make us feel more alive, and when we connect with that and, and be, when we're pulled by that, it just we're like an arrow and we go right toward it. And that morality, which is the break, the self-judgment, holds us back. So I think this is saying to look somewhere in your life where maybe you're judging your movement forward and now might be the time to say, I, I'm, is this revealing some... Uh, things I feel about myself that I could change and upgrade. And then the inner voice is saying to follow your inner voice. So I I would say go for whatever it is that you wish to go for, and it may have to do with your intuition or it may be about your intuition, but trust it right now. Thank you. Excellent. Do, no more calls? Yeah. So there's a, a lot in this, but um, mm-hmm. again, so maybe if we repeat it once more, the DNA is a resonance chamber. Well, flooded with fear, it contracts. Flooded with love, it expands. Yeah, you can growth expand and it enough to get codes from other dimensions that'll get us out of this, and that's what you do. Well, back in 1974, 
my uh, partner at that time, um, there was a book, I don't know if anybody out there remembers this, but it was called None Dare Call It Conspiracy. And it was about all these things that we're saying now, and it was back in 1974, and the world hasn't blown up yet. Um, it, but it put a lot of fear into some people close to me's mind, so much so they never were again the same. And so I have firsthand on a number of things where conspiracy thinking delivered in that kind of a format at somebody's head by themselves, either reading it in the book or looking online, sucked their life force away. And that is far more of a criminal act of inflicting that virus into someone's mind than ever some bomb going off in some city center uh, would. Yeah, that's terrible. But to worry about the future is the trick. You can't do anything about it, but there are a lot you can do now. Why don't everybody, why doesn't everybody get involved in politics? Start running for local government. Let's bring honesty and integrity back. Right now, we just allow the political system to be funded only on dollars, which means you have to be able to be corrupt to some extent in order to afford to run. There are so many things we could do if we're not afraid. But if we're mm -hmm. afraid, it's like a low-grade infection. It's like the Middle East fighting and, itself and, because yeah. of fear instead of growing. And along those lines, there is the revelation, please have it, that absolutely everything is perfect. And there's nothing you can do that will keep it from being perfect. So you're really off the hook there. Mm -hmm. So uh, coupled with the idea that you have free will and the idea that everything's perfect and you don't have to worry about anything, then your free will will actually function. Prior to that, your free will is bogged by being um, attached to outcome, uh, blame, victimhood, um, manipulation, etc. cetera. Um, this is not what free will is. Free will is the idea of your choosing beauty and truth and glory, the idea that you can take your free will and create your life with it. And be brave in the face of fear. Whoever's, mm -hmm. however it's coming to you, whether it's through your television or through your politician, your government, or through things you're reading online, be brave in the face of things trying to overtake your mind with the faculty of fear. And if it has, just go with it like a roller coaster until you hit bottom and that momentum will carry you up because fear being a false thing, like a false western, like on the old west, there's yeah. fronts with the sticks behind it holding it up. Eventually, fear gets revealed as fear. It cannot, it's not sustainable. It is not a real thing. And greed and cancer are very similar. So if you understand the nature of greed, you understand the nature of fear, you're really liberated from it. Yes, be and free. And so nothing can touch you then. Be free. Make the decision, I am free. I, I am don't free. have to be afraid of anything. I don't have to do anything. Everything's going to be okay. Yeah, and you're just, you're taken care of. You live in total love, but we mm -hmm. have such a language. We have been brought up to see that not at all. It's time for us to just start recognizing everything is love. The minute you recognize it as love, it's job, the fear part, the fear is done. The minute you recognize fear as love, you're out of here. It just works that way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So get and on that. And everything is Recognize information. It. Yeah. 
and it's just information. You can do a lot with information. You can do very little with fear, except yeah, grow more fear. Change. It becomes a petri and, dish that just grows stuff. We've in. been held prisoner by the word certainty. Mm -hmm. There is nothing that is certain. I mm -hmm. mean, all of the conspiracies uh, are so embroiled in certainty. Certain the world's going to end. Certain the blah blah. Certain okay. the who cares. Our joy yes. and honor to take you to the door. Please join and us every Thursday, 8.30. Yeah, for the next lesson.